heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On RSN's Racing Pulse, this is The Verdict. Nasdaq Diamonds in one race, the rest are in another. The Jericho Cup's coming home to New Zealand. Nasdaq Diamond in a big hit and run mission. He's going to take out the Hames Pace, Jericho Cup in a canter. You know, this is a wonderful thing that Bill Gibbons has started here and, and, uh, and good luck to them. The momentum's picking up and we're going to need a lot better horses in the future, I'd say, to win races like this. Uh, we asked Colin to come over for the weekend because we were, we were cocky she'd run really well or that we had her right anyway. And my father, of course, who trained Bone Crusher, so she's no Bone Crusher, but she's wonderful today. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I thought it was a lovely little line there uh, from winning trainer there, Sean Ritchie. And um, we're going to have a chat to Campbell Rewilla. Mick Sharkey has just arrived as well, which Hello, is Michael. great Hello, timing. Matthew. Hello, um, Mick Sharkey. Uh, we've spent the first 10 minutes, <coughs> pardon me, extolling the virtues of what a wonderful Jericho Cup meeting it was. I'm keen to get your thoughts on it as well, but <coughs> I'm keen to find out how Campbell Rewilla has pulled up after... The biggest win of his career, most likely. He took everything before him last year when he began his jump. Overachiever. Chronic overachiever. And then uh, the emotion post-race was wonderful to see, and he joins us this morning. Campbell, congratulations, mate. No, thank you. I just uh, listened to the RSN traffic news, and I didn't hear much traffic in Ballarat, so what's going on there, Sharpie? <laughs> Campbell, Campbell. Yeah. well played, son. Yeah, made, uh, made, the, made the fateful mistake of listening to um, Google Maps when it says stay left and all the signs uh, are saying veer right uh, coming through Melbourne. There's a bit of Google Map uh, directions in that over that course yesterday, Cam. How, uh, how, go left, go right, go left, look around. What's it like riding that course? Without a jumps, without jumps, it, it must be you know well, as far as pacing the horse and, and not going too uh, too hard up the hill or too hard down the hill repeatedly, toes a road and all that is. Is it a thinking man's course uh, that 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 Grand National course when you, the Grand Annual course when you when you, there aren't any jumps there? Yeah, it's definitely um, it's different class. We probably went up that little bit slower. Um, obviously the first lap and when they ramped it up the second lap um, we really hiked down the hill and just being a faster track yesterday like yeah it, it was pretty pretty touching go just with the fact that um, obviously well, I was having its first sort of um, uh, you know go around them sort of bends going each way credit to her she got she got round and well enough I had to sort of sleep around the bend a little bit I couldn't really cut it so she would have lost a good two lengths there but yeah, it is, it is an unbelievable course, and um, to be a part of it yesterday was just—it was incredible. And, and just to have a ride in the race, it was sort of something I really looked forward to. And then, and, uh, you know, it was a bit—it was very unfortunate with how the the weather ended up. We had rain everywhere except Warnable, and um, I sort of thought, you know, she needed that rain to really show her best. And you know, thankfully, well. It, Put it this way: If she needed the rain to show her best, it would have been scary what she would have done if it came, because she was she was extremely um, dominant yesterday. That's for sure. Campbell, watching at home, it is a beautiful course and it's a, a great race to watch. But while you're riding the race, do you get a chance to actually enjoy the course, or are you just so focused on picking your way through and plotting a path to, to victory? It's sort of the it is a bit of a cross country gallop, yeah. isn't it? It's like it's like a fun gallop with mates, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, it's special. Like you do, um, 
you're not you're not so much obviously oh my my main focus yesterday was more so getting my horse into a rhythm because she just wanted to go that half length quicker than sort of what, what they were so it was just sort of that was my main priority but she's um yeah she done so well and, and you do you do soak it in like i mean i probably probably once i got to the top of the hill and i just sort of popped off um to let her sort of start to improve a little bit um yeah it, it is incredible um I think I think Australian racing needs more of that sort of style of racing. You know, obviously it's not it's not as easy to do with with the way the tracks are, but it just brings so many different different factors into racing. It so it may, it gives it that uh, bit more excitement. What's probably watching as well for the spectators and um, yeah, that real cross country feel it, to to ride in. It's uh, yeah, it, it's second to none really. Um, yeah, it's just so unbelievable. <laughs> And it might attract a different type of spectator too, and that's what we desperately need is to open up all avenues. We're going to hear from your mum in a minute, but just tell us about your impression of the... Everyone talks about the half an hour lead up to the race, and that's the the silence and the last post and the national anthems and the the theatre of it with the, the, the light horse. So what, where, where did you watch that from? Were you able to get involved in all that before the race, or were you a little bit too focused on the race itself? A little bit, like obviously you've got a job to do, so it, like you've, you know, you're getting yourself prepared, doing your form and things. But you, you do, you know, we went out and um, obviously had had a look at the light horses and um, paid our respects and and yeah, it is unbelievable. I, I think it's such a it's such an amazing thing um, that that's been that's been really promoted so well and. And, and yeah, look, the crowd yesterday felt like honestly we're at the May Carnival again. You know, I just think it was, it was, yeah, it just special. It just felt um, it, it could have been Grand Annual Day yesterday. Like it was just a, so well done, and and um, the the whole build up to to the race, yeah, it was special, really special, and um, and I think they've done such a good job making it such a, a, a you know a national event, really, like. Um, you know, obviously the, the lead-up with the races, the road to the Jerichos. Um, yeah, it, it is such a it, it is such a lead-up to the big day, and um, yeah, look, I'm sure everyone involved, you know, couldn't have been more pleased with how the day was run. Everyone had a great day, and um, and especially me, so <laughs> so that was great. And your story and and your background and build-up added to that emotion yesterday and, and Kate Watts was able to capture it perfectly post-race with your mum, Sarah. Have a listen to this. Oh, I can't even talk. I'm that happy. I'm so proud of him. It's just something... I don't know. I can't even... I'm so sorry. I'm speechless. I'm so proud of this little boy. It's not funny. He's just... This is my life. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He's everything. He's so proud. Gee, your mum dislikes you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, uh, she's she's the best mum, you know. Like people, yeah. Like obviously, um, you know, even just growing up, growing up, every you know, I was doing AFL training four days a week and, and playing footy twice on a sad day, and mum would be juggling that on top of you know getting us to school and um, and my sister obviously with a netball and stuff. So it was just she'd never. She'd never not be there for us, you know. And like yesterday, she's driven ten hours back, and um, she, she so she's gone driven from Sydney to Mornington, driven up yesterday morning to drive drive with me to the races, and then driven me home last night, then back to Mornington. Like she's an absolute warrior, and um, people don't say that unless I say it. Like she's just um, she puts her whole life into my sister and I, and um, 
And look, I think, yeah, uh, uh, she, she she said like, oh gosh, she panicked when the when um, Kate Watts came over, but she's just, um, she, you know, she never wants to be, never wants to be in the limelight at all. She's, um, but she, yeah, she, I think, she just loves, um, loves seeing my sister and I happy and well, and um, and yeah, just yesterday was just so special, so special. That's as good a tribute as anyone's ever given to their mum, that, that what you just said then and your sister. Because your old man's a sort of a strong, silent type. He doesn't give much <laughs> away. So I think your mum might feed off your uh, your enthusiasm quite a bit, uh, Cam. <laughs> oh, no, mum, mum's a gem. She, um, you know, dad, dad had um, had quite a lot going on in Sydney, which is understandable. But, um, yeah, that, look, I'm, I'm very fortunate. You know, mum and dad have always had me back. And, um, and my sister as well, she, she never gets a mention, but she's... You know, she's she's the one who helped me out at the farm when uh, when I'm at the races and stuff with all the, with all the dogs and animals and um, yeah, look, we're we're such a close family and. Uh, Remind us yeah, your sister's name. Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah, right. Well, we, yeah, we, yeah. we'll give her we'll give her a good run. Good on you, Caitlin. You're a legend yeah. too. Was she there yesterday? Oh, absolutely. No, she wasn't there. She's um, she's helped me um, helped me at home and things and. Um, but yeah, look, she's she's an absolute um, absolute gem, Katie too. So I'm very very fortunate with the people in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> How are the dogs and animals going, Cameron? What, what's the menagerie looking like at the moment? Yeah, so I've um, brought a little property sort of just past Warrigal um, last year, and it's just got a few acres there. I love sort of that style of um, living, and yeah, I've got got five greyhounds there. There's three in work. Um, and yeah, got uh, there's cows going around. I got goats. There's, <laughs> the real motley crew. It's not. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just. I just love sort of um, being at the farm, being with the animals, and uh, a couple of racing dogs getting around. So um, scouting more. So I'd love to have. I'd love to have six or seven in work, and um, that's a nice number to sort of be doing the right thing by them and uh, having a good bit of fun. So yeah. Well, Ter- you need to lean on Terry Bailey because he's become a leviathan greyhound breeder. Surely you hit him up for a few. Yeah, the only oh, problem no. is Terry Bailey's aren't exactly uh, bold trees at the moment. Oh, they're, not, oh, they're, not, they're yeah. no good. Oh, they've, well, they've only been a slow burn. It's have, been a have slow you got burn. a good one that we can follow, Cam? Uh, look, she's, she's no world beater. Um, I've, got her, I've got her as a giveaway last week. and She ran a really good, uh, not last week, probably three or four weeks ago. She ran a really good second at Tarogan. Um, Monday, and she's in at Warrigal over 400 Thursday. Um, her name's Redshift Jules. So, ah, she's a happy dog. She's well. She's racing super, and um, she missed a kick the other day and found found plenty of backsides, and uh, she ended up running second. So she's hopefully hopefully flying the flag for us on uh, on Thursday. Oh, <laughs> so, magnificent! Yeah, just, yeah, the dogs are beautiful. I tell you, like, um, I think I think that. They've done a great thing, Racing.com and uh, GRV getting involved with having it on, on, you know, on TV. It's um, it's built a lot of following over the last, um, you know, good few years, and yeah, it's only getting stronger. And once again, you know, like the uh, the dogs are no different to the racehorses. Uh, the amount of care you give them, um, it shows on the track, you know. So that's where that's where I don't think people realise that they see dogs going around in circles and and horses, but the amount of care behind the scenes is just. It's extraordinary. Um, you know, everyone uh, everyone has and does 110 percent the best they can do for the animal, and um, yeah, and I, I think it shows very well with uh, like the meeting yesterday and Saturday. 
Most, a lot of the most successful racing people have this innate relationship with animals and Kieran Maher from a, from a very, very young age had it. Uh, Jamie Carr had it. Like even she, I interviewed her once and she said mum and dad when she was little used to find her sleeping in the barn with the, the baby goats and things like that. And um, But you lived a lot of time in Hong Kong where it's probably the access to animals is yeah. just not... Uh, um, not uh, high, you know, like because it's a very contained environment. How did you how did you manage that in Hong Kong when you're such an animal lover? But there probably weren't that many of them around. Or space, really? Yeah, space. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. Obviously, um, like they they got a really good riding school over there. It's very like a sort of American style um, country club. It's called Beige River, and that was where. And that that's another thing with Mum too. Like she, you know, she'd um, she'd be taking me out to Beige River six days a week. Um, and I, and I had a pony over there, Saint, who, you know, he taught me a lot because he, he wasn't the easiest horse, but he, he wasn't he wasn't too far in the deep end where he'd, he'd pig root and buck and, and play up, but he, he was a great horse for me to learn on. So I was riding six days a week uh, in Hong Kong, sort of doing cross-country and, and show jumping and um, dressage. So I was fortunate to sort of, uh, you know, not, um, not lost that touch at all in Hong Kong and... Um, and yeah, look, we've sort of been very well travelled, but we've always had animals in our lives, and uh, yeah, it's a massive part of my life. I think, yeah, what's um, yeah, sort of the routine now is um, sort of get up at two fifty and um, go let the dogs out and make sure they're all they're all happy, and uh, then we're off to track work and uh, back there now, so back to the dogs. So um, yeah, that's a, yeah, massive part of my life, and um, yeah, they're very special to me. Well, you're very special too, mate. You're a superstar. Well done yesterday. We'll look forward to following uh, your greyhound later this week and uh, can't wait to see you uh, build up for another big jump season as well uh, back at the Bull in May. Yeah, that's it. No, I can't wait. I've been counting down the days. I I think we're about uh, just over three uh, three months and and three weeks or so. So we're getting there, 22nd of March. Get around it. (laughs) Uh, Good on you, Campbell. Well done, mate. Lovely. Thanks so much for the chat. Really appreciate it. Campbell Rewilla, he is a superstar.